Yeah, I think I I embrace you in in some in some way. I embrace the the. I embrace your your energy and that's awesome man come on dudes You're listening to the Moron Bro Show here at RealPunkRadio.com. My name is Keegan. I'm CJ. And we are the Moron Bros. Every (laughs) single week we are bringing you the firest, dopest, and dankest music from across the internet. like a titty. And more. I knew you'd like that one. CJ, what's up, dude? Uh, actually, I'm feeling surprisingly uh, limber today. Yeah, uh, I saw you posting on the uh, Instagram your the good time you had at the chats show uh, yeah. last night. It was a great show, and I, I didn't think I'd be feeling this good because I'll tell you what: before the first band even got on stage, my lower back was killing me. Yeah. I was already stretching. But you had that uh, you had that pit chiropractic dude visit. Flash had the same thing. We were both feeling like thought I'd be feeling absolutely beat up. But I think the trick is other other old men, punk rockers out there who are standing in the back and are still like, man, and I still ended up hurting after the show. Is like for that last band or for whatever band you're there that you really want to get in the pit uh, and let other people hold your body weight for you. See, when you say get in the pit, I, I'm imagining, you know, well, don't like, you- like get in the like, I mean, you got to go through the actual pit. Okay. And then just get up to like where the front of the pit is at at the front of the stage, you know, stand where, in every, front where of everybody, the pit. yeah, where everybody's pushing you, like right at the pit, yeah, where you but feel like, like you there's don't not be... a pit happening, but the moment you turn around, directly behind you is just fucking people going crazy. You want there to be a crust, a, a proverbial crust around yeah. the proverbial core 
of the pit yeah. that you stand upon that keeps you safe from the pit. Yeah. But if you, you can't get like yeah, if you can't get pit. to that that front stage bar, what I like to do is I like to find a a bigger gentleman. Mm-hmm. So when I'm getting pushed into the front, you know, because you can't right. really help, people are just pushing on you. Uh, you got that cushion there because you're already covered in sweat from so many people. Yeah, yeah, that's that's a t- that tends to be which a, helps later if you're trying to squeeze into a, a tighter area to really get up front. Being able to, yeah, and your your clothes are sticking to you. You're not like yeah. hooked on people. You're just going. You're uh-huh. like a, you're like a missile. Uh, which helped. Uh, if you if you go on our Instagram, the Moron Bro Show, you can see I was uh right right up front and center for the chats. Yeah, you know, I I, I was like, what was he trying to show? the camera by just like whipping the camera around to the crowd and then realizing oh, show. i was gonna say well then realizing that like your hand was probably getting knocked into everywhere and then, like, yeah there was yeah. just it was just absolute chaos uh where you were at it looked like a lot of fun though it was uh chats played all their songs double time which is fantastic it's always a good time uh the mean jeans ripped and thick was fucking really cool uh, they played their newer songs really well, and their older songs sound like they were a little bit out of practice. Okay. But they, they did prove in their newer songs that they are a really good band. Hell yeah. Uh, so we'll, we'll, be get, some... we'll be getting to Thick and Mean Jeans later in the show. Oh yeah, we've got a whole bunch coming up. We've got uh, our new music history segment to do. We've got Mbop to the Top to do. Uh, and we have our Death Pool, like always. You're here on the Moron Bros. Uh, we are back. Uh, it's another week. What is today? Is it the the seventeenth? It would be the seventeenth if you're listening. Uh, the day this came out. What's going on, everybody? Hope your day, or night, or whatever is gone yeah. well. I know some of our listeners are hearing this in the morning. Some of our listeners are hearing this at night. No matter where you are, we're glad you were here with us. CJ, I was at work today and I was thinking about something. So you know how incel culture is kind of like becoming a thing? Like these guys who are involuntarily celibate celibate, and they uh, believe that it's women's fault? I mean, I've, I've been deep in the internet. Longer. Incels have always been a thing. Yeah. I mean, but I mean a, yeah. it's come to the fore uh, in recent years. I mean, once again, I'm, I'm deep into internet culture for a very long time. They've, they've kind of always been at the fore. Yeah, well, they've... Anyway normies if you ask a normie right now hey do you know what an incel is a lot of people could tell you what an incel is that's that's yeah. all i'm trying to say yeah okay so Any, what anybody if anybody like uh like 40 and below probably right so what if like a gay guy just came out and was like i bang girls all the time what is your guys's fucking problem right like what do you t- i don't even like girls and i can just do it because i want like what what uh, why is this a problem would that be a, would that be an issue? Would people be mad about that? What do you mean? I don't like if there was just a gay guy banging oh. chicks left and right. That happens. Right, but like he, but he's openly gay. He's forward-facingly bi- openly gay, not bisexual. It's important that he's not bisexual. I mean, if he's doing it all the time, I think I don't. I think you'd have to whether he I think you'd have to classify him as bisexual. No, no, he's 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 definitely he's not he's doing it to prove a point. I want Ellis's input on this. Right. He's doing it to only to prove a point. He's only doing it to prove to incels that like their he's, their he's inability spite, to get spite, laid. Spite fucking. 
Right. Has not. Well, okay, but it wouldn't be like he not wouldn't spiteful be, to the woman, but spiteful. right. The act yeah. of him ha- fucking wouldn't be spiteful, but yeah. the, but the, the but the spite the is, spite is spite his, is inherent. It's only motivation implied. It's implied. It's, spite. it's his. It's the only motivation he has. To My, have I just thinking like that guy could write a book, right? He could come out, write a book, and be like, "Incels, come on, man." I don't I, even I, like. I, I think in that situation, mo- most. Like, like if you if you think you don't like ladies and can't get laid, like come on, dude. I really don't like ladies and I can I still think, get laid. I think weirdly, uh, bro culture would be the only ones in support of that guy. You think? Yeah, like frat boys and stuff. You think frat boys would would uh would embrace this? Yeah. Please. As a matter elaborate. of fact, at, well, uh. <clears throat> Actually, yesterday, uh, while well, we were upstairs in one of the, the private balconies, was a group of frat boys. Okay. At the chats show. Uh, I mean, Dave Grohl did discover the chats, so that's, you know. I mean, no, these guys threw down Hardest to Thick, which is a, uh, an all-female band. Yeah, that's an, inter- uh, that's an interesting... I mean, they were throwing down. I was like, what is going on right now? Because they're, like, beating their chests and shit, and I'm like... While Thick is singing a song about their menstrual cycles, yeah, <laughs> like this is awesome. A, it's just such a clash of culture happening right now. But Dude, I mean, well, those guys Chicago did. Chicago's the greatest just, city in the world. Tell, I'm just telling you right now, those guys did a lot of shoeies from the balcony. No way. Yeah, that happened yeah. a lot to the point where shoeies? like a lot of shoeies were happening in the balcony. That's fucking wild. Yeah, that's okay. Well, it's a chat show. But it's fucking bullshit, dude. It's fucking bullshit. I had to earn a shoey. Like, you don't just get a shoey. This, this whole, like, uh, side note, the whole idea that people are just doing shoeys now fucking pisses me off. Well, that's the thing. At the first chat show we went to, the guy from the chats even said, like, shoeys are dumb. You just do it. Yeah, I had to score a try in rugby. I had just, I had to physically assault other grown men to the point where I got points for it in order to do a shoey for the first time. And they spit in it. Yeah. And, like, now dudes are just like, let me take off my shoe, pour a beer in it, and drink out of my shoe. It's like, dude, you didn't earn that. You're just a dick. You're just most, a dick. Well, most of them had pretty clean shoes, but there was one guy drinking out of some shoes where I was like... I drank it out of a rugby that, boot. That we guy's played gonna, a game. That guy's gonna be... No, I don't care... How sweaty and spitty your rugby boot was, this dude's shoes were gnar. Okay. Like, I was like, that guy is definitely going to be sick tomorrow. I, you know what? I would argue with you, but you know what? I, I guarantee there are grosser things than a rugby so, boot's gnarly. A rugby boot is gnarly, but it's... this This guy had a pair of vans that looked like he's been wearing for the last 25 years. Yeah, I was going to say, the right pair of vans could outdo a rugby boot for sure. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> The amount of gnarly places that shit has just gone Also, all of them in overalls. Nothing but overalls. So let us know what you think. Do you think that a... Do you think that... Do you think that a gay guy uh, banging ladies uh, would make himself mad? I thought you were talking about society as in a whole angry. Of course I mean, society would be very upset. I think society would be upset. I just think the cockiness of it would... Like people would be that. That's what. what but would do you think it would give off. incels pause? Do you think the the incels would be like, "Damn, even this gay guy's getting laid. Like I should be able to get laid." No, no, no. Because like that's like okay. I mean, if, so what I noticed. This is the reason I bring this up is because what you, I noticed. If you cite Bloodhound Gang, 
but like anytime you talk to uh anytime you talk to anybody who is like an incel or even has like incel adjacent thoughts right the one thing you always run into is like they always talk about like your position specifically as like the reason why you can't be trusted to talk about it and even if you listen to some of the rhetoric they use it's interesting because they'll be like you can't listen to women about how to pick up women because like you wouldn't talk to a fish about how to catch a fish which is the most ridiculous thing in the world i mean if i could that's exactly that's the first person i would talk to if i could if i wanted to catch a fish well exactly but that's not the point their 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 logic is flawed in 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 the first place but then also they say don't talk to other dudes about it because the other dudes are trying to position themselves to get more females than you so depends on the dude the right guy's gonna help you out i was gonna say but that just depends it all of it just depends on the person you're talking to it has nothing to yeah. do with whether they're a man or a male or a female you have to uh, you have to uh evaluate the claims and the ideas I mean, coming from the person based on the person not just base them on like their identity right so I mean, from an from an incel perspective i i i could see the inherent lack of trust in females Right. Uh, okay. But my point is, is that like this person doesn't have a point of incel privilege or the privilege over an incel, right? Like this is a person who equally <laughs> is, is is equally unattracted to women for a different reason uh, than an incel, but but still I as unattracted. Say incels are unattracted to women. Incels, no, incels are actively They're, unattracted to women, I not because they were of physical appearance. Celibate. Not because, not because of physical appearance. They want to have sex with women. They're involuntarily celibate, right? They want to have sex with women, but they just like can't bear women most of the time because like they have personalities and they're humans. Is mostly the is honestly, mostly honestly uh, completely reasonable. Okay, not I'm not even going down that road with you right now, CJ. What we're going, what we are talking about is that like incels and I can and see how do, a human being could be have a, disgusted have by human beings and not to just to not be attracted to human beings. Right, the, I would consider In that general, to be more of an beings, a, more of an not... asexual situation than an incel sex situation. Right, right. That's true. Yeah, I guess. Well, that's. I mean, like, there is the there is also that that you can be that can be brought up with a lot of these incels is they might just need to realize that like. Maybe they're ace, and like all of these constructs they're trying to fit in is the reason that they're so angry. Uh, but anyway, your penis isn't that bad. Yeah, dude. Seriously, if you're if you're a guy out there, and you're like, oh man, my dick is sucks. Maybe, but I guarantee it's not that bad. You'll be there's all right. A lot of, there's a lot of weird dicks getting touched out there, guys. dude. So like, oh, have you watched? Oh my god, I made Melissa watch the Jeffrey Epstein deposition. Okay. It's it's three and a half minutes long because the first and only question he gets asked, is it true that you have an egg-shaped penis? And then he's just like, all right, this is over. And he's like taking his mic off. It's the funniest thing I've ever seen. And then Melissa was watching it. We started laughing and she's like, so that means he has an egg-shaped penis, right? I'm like, oh, oh for yeah. sure. Oh, yeah. oh, for sure. Oh, yeah. But see, I think a guy like Jeffrey Epstein without... Uh- Uh, the money. Power that. Well, ne- next to temperature.
Sure, which they sweet. Um, a friend of mine, I believe he listens to the show. Uh, posted the listen to the whole I haven't album, listened to man. Oh, I haven't, yeah. yeah. I haven't listened to this song in forever, so I went and listened to it. I fucking love that song. So uh I'm going with Black Hole in My Mind by uh the Lillingtons. It's one of the two bands Fat Mike regrets regrets most not signing. He fucking should. Yeah. Well he went back to sign them and they had already signed to a forget what they were on when they on lookout or something i don't know i don't know i mean all those guys would eventually end up signing with fucking fat wreck anyway uh not all of them not all of them but you know the ones most of them yeah you know I mean, the ones as soon as the next as soon as the teenage bottle rocket came out that's i assume that's why fat mike jumped on him yeah he, he was he like oh i them. can't yeah yeah i can't miss this fomo uh-huh. fomo we got Fomo the chats twice. coming up with identity theft. The Lillingtons after that with black hole in my mind. This is the Moron Bro Show here at RealPunkRadio.com. Let's check it out. Yeah. 
black hole in my mind. You almost said black hole sun, didn't you? No, I was. I almost said in my my bottom. Oh, black hole in my behind. <laughs> Chats before that with identity theft. Uh, they're still touring around the states. Get a ticket. If see if they're coming to your town, yeah. yeah. Yeah, it's a stacked lineup for sure. It is. Uh, so we got a <clears throat> new favorite segment for everybody. Uh, yeah, we're just gonna jump straight into it. Here we go. Yeah, uh, the new segment, it's our musical history. CJ and I obviously started listening to music at some point, and so we might as well tell you how it started. So, last week we did our very first, like the very first bands we'd ever uh we'd ever heard about or talked about this is only the second week we're doing this so last week i talked about my uh early affinity for garth brooks cj you talked about uh the guy that does fucking bad to the bone oh yeah george thorogood in the non-cover of bad to the bone but that's the whole thing because we're also trying to find covers of all the stuff that we used to like as kids because covers is just what we do here at the moron bro show Oh man, I didn't even look to see if I could find a cover for mine. Oh, re- oh yeah. Uh, why don't you tell your story first while I do that? Okay. Uh, mine, my musical history. So we put our, we put our uh, age range here from about like five years old, four or five years old to about seven or eight years old, and uh, I think around the time I was like six years old, uh. I started to realize that, like, well, I, 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 like, I could sing and stuff when I was a kid, but like, my vocal cords really developed, and I began to be able to like really sing uh, around the time I was like five years old, six years old, and I also had become a big brother for the first time uh, around this time as well. And so when I heard Hanson uh, for the first time, they were brothers who could sing, and everybody was like, "Oh, that's fucking cool." I was now a brother. Uh, I had a brother and and could now and i sang so i was like oh my god this is awesome so hansen i remember being like a very influential uh brother would be the stoned hansen what's that said your brother could totally fit into the hansen oh yeah well dude i have long ass hair now too i mean like it's and i've always just it was one of the reasons why i grew my hair out as well because i was like oh yeah i always wanted to have long hair not now obviously now i grew it out because of the last kingdom uh i watched enough viking shit to break my goddamn brain where i was like i want to have long hair but when i was younger it was like oh like hansen i want to have long hair like hansen i think that they should update the band name to manson manson for sure grown men or like well i guess they couldn't and that what marilyn manson calls his band just manson or they make that guy that the one with the with the schnoz from uh, Star Wars. Uh, they make him an honorary member because he was Han's son. Okay. 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 You see where I came? Do you, yeah. I, it was a long way to get there, but I got there. Yeah, I see where you got. Yeah, he, <laughs> he was he was a Han's son. So anyway, uh, Hanson. Yep, and we found a cover of Mbop. I'm not yeah, even sure which one. The, you showed me like by the four. Punk Rock Factory. It's called. Okay, Punk Rock Factory is playing. Uh, is playing Mbop by Hanson because it came out around 1997. Yeah, when I looked and I saw it, and I'm like, oh, I was six. Uh, that that tracks. 
I think we were just around 96 uh, moving to Chicago. Okay. Uh, <clears throat> which meant that boy started uh, j- jamming with his buddies uh, in Kenny's basement. So the uninitiated fat boy is uh, CJ's dad. Yeah. Um, so a lot of, and I was also hanging out at bars a lot, learning how to play pool and darts and stuff during the day. As a five-year-old. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Just make sure I'm just clarifying. Uh, Sonny, uh, tease tat. That, that's where we, I used to hang out a lot when I was a kid. Does it still exist? Uh, it might. It might. Probably yeah. has a different name Sonny right was now. Sonny was the bartender, but Tease Tap uh, was the name of the bar. And, probably, uh, probably a different name by now. A lot of, a lot of Judas Priest was happening. Mid-90s, a yeah. bar in South Chicago, Judas Priest? Yeah. Uh, oh, checks out. I mean, a lot was happening, but for me, Judas Priest stuck out. Uh, specifically two songs. Uh, Grinder. Which we mentioned earlier was a heavy foresight. Just such a foresight. Yeah. And um, the Green Man Alishi with the, the two-pronged crown. Both of these songs uh, I loved, but also terrified me as a child. <laughs> like, like the imagery that they created. Uh, I found a cadaver cover of Green Man Alishi with the two-pronged crown. So... It's like uh, Enter Sandman for me as a kid. The now I lay me down to sleep. Like as a little yeah. kid, that shit fucking freaked me out. Yeah, the the Black Album was frowned upon. Uh, <laughs> Even in my household, yeah, in yeah. my household, the Black Album was frowned upon. In my household, everybody loved fucking Metallica. I remember as a kid. No, no, uh, I came from a you know, my dad's a, a huge Metallica fan, but the the Black Album Beyond is they might as well be the Beatles. <laughs> Death Magnetic actually, uh, one of their more recent albums was pretty heavy. It wasn't that bad. Yeah, my uncle loved Metallica when I was a kid, but I was always like, once again, that that. Well, fucking... we'll get we'll be getting there, but yeah. as as you know, um, we were we were more of a Megadeth leaning household. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and we'll definitely be hearing more Judas Priest coming up in my my future history because when we get to like the uh, the preteens teens years we're gonna have to start going like one year at a time oh i know right yeah for we might sure even have to couple, cover a couple years over over the course of a couple weeks <laughs> right um we got cadaver coming up next with the green man alishi punk rock factory after that with um bop you're listening to the moron bro show here at realpunkradio.com let's check it out
day goes to sleep, the full moon looks. That the darkness curves You come creeping around Making me do things I don't wanna do I can't believe that you need my love so bad Sneaking around Trying to drive me
Mmm, bop, punk rock factory there. Before that, Cadaver, covering a little bit of Judas Priest, the Green Manalishi. Speaking of Mbop, everybody's new favorite segment, Mbop to the top. Uh, an unsolicited autobiography. Unauthorized. I was waiting for you to correct me. Uh, by Jill Oldcock, second horn from back in the day, Loves Matthews. Just can't get enough of it. Uh, loves Hanson uh, almost more than I do. Like, so, that's not a slight against Joe Matthews. It's just it's just facts. It's an observation. Yeah. It's observations. It's not hate. Hey, man, if you're an old cocksucker from back in the day, there's not that's not me detracting. That's me saying, yeah, good on you. You earned it. Like you earned that yeah. moniker. Like a like a grizzled war vet. Every time you know? we say it, now, grizzled, I just think about grizzled when we... war vet. Sounds like, <laughs> it's like yeah. yeah, that sounds like it's not a great thing, right? But like that's a revered person in society. Same thing with old cock, old cock, yeah. from back in the day. I f- fucking that's not saying that she is currently a cock sucking whore. Well, she is. It's from back in the day that it that infers that yeah she she was a cock sucking whore back in the day. She earned her stripes. She is now the person she is. Anyway, she wrote a she wrote a book about Hanson, and we've been reading it one page at a time. Yeah, uh, and uh, we are on page twenty three. Twenty three. We are on the Jordan page. We're on the last which, page of the second chapter. A book in nineteen ninety seven on on page twenty three. That means you know it's a banger. It's also the last page of chapter two. And uh, CJ and I are going to look into getting me some uh, editing equipment editing yeah. software uh and i will start uh trying to get these down into chapters so be on the lookout go and check out our youtube very soon probably at this timeline probably six months from now the first <laughs> chapter will be out so keep an eye out but, all right uh without further ado cj mbop to the top all right so we're on a we're at the end of a sentence here the record in addition to the CD, the even more enterprising clan designed and sold Hanson T-shirts. Oh fuck! We got to remember the name of the uh, the their first CD. Uh, all I know is it was nothing but covers. Yeah, no, I know. We were gonna uh, go to their concert. Bunch of aged out jazz musicians going yeah. wild. Yeah, <laughs> we. All I remember. We forgot to look up the music. We got to look up the music. We have for to. It. We have to get this book signed by Hanson for sure. Oh my to. god! Do you uh, know? Like one of our one of our uh, one of our listeners might pay dozens of dollars for it. That's true. That's it'd be insane. Even better, some uh, it'd be a return on investment. To be even honest, better like some I. idiot that doesn't even care. That this is the book we wrote on our show. That it's just an autographed Hanson book. Oh my we'll god! We'll probably pay hundreds of dollars for it. And then come to find out what it actually is. Yeah. They, like, they just accidentally stumble upon it on YouTube. Yeah. I should be doodling dicks as I read on all the pages. Of course. Yeah. No, that should be the way we keep track. Uh, all right. The CDs and T-shirts were also available at local record stores. An employee at the Sound Warehouse in Tulsa explains, The Hanson's mom. <laughs> oh, he starts out that. Oh, the things I would do to the Hanson's mom. Would come in with a pile of CDs and T-shirts for us to sell on consignment. In other words, the record store didn't pay any upfront money to stock Boomerang. They Boomerang. 
That was the name of the CD. Yeah, yeah. They only made money if any copies were actually sold. Then all profits were split between the store and the Hansons. Whatever stock didn't sell, the family took home. <laughs> this lady just showed up one day and like threw a bunch of shit on the floor and was yeah. like, if you don't sell it, then I'll my, my husband's an oil man. <laughs> My husband's an oil man. Actually, no, more likely than not, it was all arranged through Walker. She just did the legwork. Like, Walker walked in with, like, two cigars. He's like, listen, guy, if, yeah. you, want, if you want to get in on the ground floor of, of the next Donnie and Marie, okay? I'll let you fuck my wife while I watch from the court. <laughs> yeah, I'm she'll come by. Man. She'll come by once a month to collect, and you can collect. <laughs> They sold modestly, the salesperson remembers. But we're really never the... getting Hanson on this show. By I know. The way. Like uh, we, we've, we've. I know that we've established this in. in I multiple think if we other get episodes. them before they know, though, like if we if we get them to sign the book, and then mm -hmm. we have like a recording app on the phone, and be like, hey, you know, we do this. Oh, we definitely need to get them to sign the we book. Do the, yeah, we before, do this fun yeah. podcast we, soon. Where you do be like, hey, we're the Hanson brothers. You're listening to the Moron Bros. Oh, Even better, will you God, harmonize dude. it? We, that would be our last they can't show. Take that the back the from first us. show they can't that take we that do back that from was like, well, the, and then then that's the best part is you know they're gonna listen to they're gonna go listen later, and no, you then, know what though, they're gonna get, realize mistakes were made. I guarantee we, we might finally get, them get that say, cease and desist. We will not get them to say you're listening to the Moron Bro Show. We will not get them to say that. We, I guarantee I don't it. Know, dude. They probably they probably get paid to do shit like that. Like they'd they'd be like oh we're just gonna we're gonna do this thing that we would usually make like a couple hundred bucks I don't know, on man I think that for free for these asshats I think that they're I mean they're about the little man I don't know CJ I don't I think, think it about the little man ask. I don't think I don't think by don't looking think at the two of hurt. us they're gonna be like oh hey let's, I don't I think these guys ideologically align with what we do I don't know I think if we maybe then maybe we dress the right way. And we try to play it off, you know. Oh my God, we go to the Hanson concert in three-piece suits. Uh, yeah, like polo. Big, no, like polos and board. Oh, boat shoes. Yeah, half like uh, shorts uh, halfway up our thighs. We just borrow some clothes from Matt. Oh yeah, we just get Matt's clothes. <laughs> and uh, they're gonna be a little big, but I think yeah, a lot of fit. big. I yeah. think we'll fit. No, I mean I'm not. I'm not. Not a small guy, but like he's taller than me, so I think I'll guy. probably I'll still be wearing, still be wearing it like he a ten. He could he could pee tall. He could pee, that man can pee tall. That is true. That is true. Go I've and check out. I've been out in my time backyard recording. practicing, and dude, I'm not there yet. I'll, I'll be back for you, but I'm, I'm not there yet. There's just not a chance. By the I'm way, I'm practicing. There's not. I have not a chance. I'm practicing. There's something to that stance he's got worked out. You know what? It made me realize something that, like, I've just not. Ha I don't have. I don't know. You know what? We uh, we were bad at we later, were bad I'm at being content gonna... creators in that situation. That definitely should have been on our Facebook reel. Yeah, or our Instagram or whatever. Dude, we would have gotten thousands, <laughs> thousands of hits. We would have got booted off of Instagram. <laughs> anyway. All right, uh, where were we? They sold modestly, the salesperson remembers, but really the bulk of the sales, the CDs, were made at the live shows. Isaac has since termed Boomerang a pure R&B record, and Taylor, for one, pinpoints 
that is the reason the album did not help fulfill the group's second goal, snaring the interest of a major record label. It was R&B, so we're right. Yeah. It was a bunch of just aged out fucking studio musicians. Yeah. Which is awesome. Like that actually makes me believe that Boomerang might actually be yeah. their best album. Yeah. Uh we might have called this one from the <laughs> hip, by the way. Yeah. So they were just they were uh they were just like they were too hip for the record labels is what it sounds like. They're Absolutely too, too no. smooth and cool. If it was yeah, no, if it was if it was an R and B band. Yeah. Like twelve year old R and B, like 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 imagine imagine three Michael Jacksons in one band. You know? Yeah. I wouldn't want to be on that fuck bus. Obviously they were le- they were marginally less <laughs> uh talented, I imagine, but still very uh, good. I mean the ta- the Hansons, I mean like uh, yeah. uh, you know, objectively were very very talented singers. They're vocalists yeah. at least. Yeah, I'm interested to see if they, they still got it. I would imagine they do. Oh, yeah. Uh, the boys sent it to every label they could find, but all they got back were rejections. Record Oof. companies were afraid to sign us on the basis of Boomerang, Taylor told reporter Golly Hair? Golly Hair? Mm-hmm. Because we were white kids doing R&B music. I didn't want to say it, but I was thinking it. He fucking said it. And it didn't exactly work. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. One last sentence here in chapter. You know what yeah. I will say? Okay, so two things. I will say two things. One, uh, as much as we like to joke about the fuck bus thing, I feel like they probably are the type to live very clean. Oh, yeah. Like, they might be fucking, but I don't think they're also doing drugs. I think they might just be fucking. Like, that might be their thing. Like, yeah. that might be their vice is just fucking. Yeah. Shay, dude, more on, but you know, fucking more power to you. That's, that's your thing. Yeah. Um, and two, it is kind of interesting that they have the awareness to be like, we were white kids doing R&B. Like, because that was my thought too, but I didn't want to be that guy to be like, ah, white kids doing R&B. That's yeah. just going to automatically be awful. Because like, again, I feel like young, younger people, you know, have higher pitched voices so they can tend to hit notes. Hands most... were reversed racism. <laughs> that's not what that was, but that's what some people would call it. I bet Walker definitely oh, characterized sure. it that yeah. way i think walker for sure characterized the it. hansen brothers themselves they don't they don't see color so. no for sure not for sure not i think they they were uh, i think the, the story is becoming more clear that they were a product of tulsa in the way that jill matthews describes it whereas yeah. the reality of what they were going through was not the way yeah. they experienced it as a result of their privilege all right, final sentence of page 23 and chapter 2 of Hanson, Umbop to the Top, an unauthorized biography by Jill, the old cocksucking whore from back in the day, Matthews. You freaky whore. Solidarity. Ike, Taylor, and Zacharyah. Zacharyah. Determined to find another direction that would work. What are we going to find out in... Dues paying days, chapter three. Dues paying days. Uh oh, this is where they become Start road paying dogs. Their dues. When they turn thirteen and become road dogs. <laughs> <laughs> they, you know, they're like, I was, I was going to sleep in Sacramento and waking up in Tempe. You know. <laughs> <laughs>
we were asleep in the back of mom's station wagon. There you go, everybody. Look at a picture of them boys. So cute, so innocent. Little Man. did they know, in just a few years, they would own their own fuck bus. Yep. So, uh, yeah, that, that was your, your weekly dose of Hanson. If you want to catch the past ones, Spotify, iTunes, all the places you find podcasts, uh, the Moron Bros Show, if you want to reach out to us about how you feel the you know, what your interpretation of the Hansons are on all the social medias, the Moron Bros Show. Uh, yeah, write to us, let us know. We'll talk about it on the show. Yeah. Uh, go go subscribe to us on YouTube, the Moron Bros Show. Yeah, there's video versions. Compiling. Yeah, there's video get, versions. I still have need to edit and upload the last two episodes. Yeah, I mean, honestly. And it's, this one. <laughs> Honestly, we're not seeing a lot of movement on the YouTube, folks. Yeah. So make it worth CJ's time. Come on, CJ puts a lot of work into the YouTube. The yeah, the video editing takes work, man. Share our uh, share our YouTube videos around with your friends because, like, this is the thing, right? People, you you can you can get people to like us by by showing them us talking. We're gonna start using other uh, YouTube tactics where you just download um, royalty free videos mm -hmm. of like rainfall and stuff that people use to sleep to and put right. that up and then people watch that and it helps uh build your shit that i mean it can yeah and then like the it just goes it like that ends and it skips to the next video and they're fucking instantly woken up to the theme of the more <laughs> just on tuesdays it's yeah. it's rain it's it's just rainfall for all week long yeah all week long except for between the hours of 7 p.m eastern yeah. 8 p.m eastern the occasional it, twitch clip yeah <laughs> yeah <laughs> or we figure out how to multicast so whenever we go live yeah. it actually it just supersedes Notifies the them and shit. yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh that'd be great i would actually that would be that'd be sick we should it do would that be pretty sick so uh thick and the mean jeans hmm. opening up for the chats yesterday both killer bands i mean i, I know you heard me say it uh i, I said it to, to Hannah and Flash, I think I was more excited to see the Mean Jeans. Yeah. Uh, only having seen the chats in a much cooler environment before. But the chats double-timed all their songs. Which is amazing. So I think by the end of the show, I was happier I saw the chats. But the Mean Jeans, like, oh my god, dude. Fucking killed it. Uh, what, one of my favorite bands. I, I was very stoked. They played Stone to the Bone. They played songs off their Jingles uh, album, which was fantastic. Stone to the Bone is such a fucking jam. Every yeah. time I hear it, I'm like, oh, Stone to the Bone. Like, yeah. It just has like such a fucking, oh, man. It has such an attitude, but then also like it has such a vintage sound with like just, yeah. oh, it's so good. They are, uh, before they came on, because Flash didn't really uh, recognize the name at all, even though I know he had heard some mean jeans. Right, before. yeah. It's like, dude, uh, you've heard these. Don't yeah. worry. You've, you've hung out with uh, me for the, any The way I explained it to him was just uh, if the Ramones got to evolve into their final form. Right, If yeah, exactly. Yeah, imagine if the Ramones were, were better and yeah. stayed that way for a long time rather than like yeah. changing it up at all. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> So we got Thick coming up, who I'd never heard of before this show. Uh, they're on Epitaph, I think. Uh, really, really good band. They jammed with Won't Back Down, the Mean Jeans, the Mean Jeans. Mean Jeans. Mean Jeans. Mean 
jeans. I love the guy does a thing where like he'll, like just in the middle of talking he'll just scream. It's it's, it's awesome. okay. Uh, <laughs> with stoned to the bone. Oh fuck yeah! You're listening to the Moron Bruce Show here at RealPunkRadio.com. Let's check it out.
Stoned to the bone. The Mean Jeans there. Thick before that with Won't Back Down. Uh, yeah, it was a solid, solid lineup last night. It's really cool, uh, you know, that the supporting acts are just as good as the chats. And that the chats aren't necessarily using their mainstream popularity and their kind of like rock and roll moniker to not also bring up other punk bands. Yeah. But they're sort of still sticking to that, even though they're kind of hitting mainstream success. It's pretty cool. Uh, interesting crowd. Yeah. Well, that's what I mean. Like you were talking about, like there was fucking frat boys doing shoeies at, yeah. a, at a punk show. It was that, uh, <clears throat> a lot of like dads and uh their children a lot of uh goth youths a lot of goth it's because youths. of the it's because uh the chats uh i think they the the smoko got onto the tiktoks okay okay i'm pretty sure smoko got onto tiktoks okay yeah, so, I noticed a lot of goth youths and i was like there's a lot of goths here. well also also the goth thing is sort of in vogue like okay it was in vogue a year ago but okay. because we live in the Midwest, it took a year yeah. for it to become very noticeable here. Okay. It's actually sort of, I mean, I'm not going to say on the way out, but like the whole like spooky vibe thing. I mean, that's all right. I like it's, the goth thing. It's, it's fun. It's going to fade soon. It's all right. It's fun. It's, it's as vapid as, as being a hippie. Better than Janko jeans. I mean, it's the same thing. Kind of. Uh... We got we got Deathpool. Okay, Deathpool. Yeah, that's uh the last thing. It is that time of the week. It is the last voiceover. We're gonna get ready to get out of here. But before we do, the last thing we do every single episode is we try to select somebody that we think is gonna die. It is our Deathpool. Each week we try to select somebody that we we think is going to die between this show and the next. If we select it right, we get to have a pizza party on the show. If you go to any of our social medias and go to the weekly post and guess who you think is going to die and you get it right, we will DoorDash you a pizza. You'll get a pizza on the Moron Bros. And if you get it right, if we get it right, doesn't matter who gets it right, uh, we'll make a donation to the People's Pizza Party of Chicago, a nonprofit organization that gives supplies and pizza to houseless people in the city of Chicago. Even if you don't guess, even if you don't play along, you should definitely look into that charity. They are doing great work. Last week, you had... Tony Bennett. Tony Bennett, who apparently is doing stuff with Lady, Lady Gaga. Gaga. That's pretty yeah. cool. Lady Gaga <laughs> is really, is really uh, getting down on Tony Bennett. That's, that's pretty sick. Uh, Henry Kissinger didn't die. Fucking wild. No. Let's Can't. try again next week, I guess. His his birthday is in June or May, I think. Okay. So we got I I gotta stick around. I'm gonna I'm gonna get away from him this week, but I'll be back for you, Henry. Don't you fucking die on me until I get to pick you, you son of a bitch. If 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 Henry Kissinger dies on a week where I pick him, we're done. We're done. I'm not doing it ever again. I'm never <laughs> making another pick. I'll never because from that point on, I won't know if I have the power to do it. You know what I mean? And I wouldn't want to abuse it because like the pick this week that I'm going to make is going to be kind of an abuse of power if that were the, if that were the case. Because I, I don't want my person to die. But CJ, I digress. Uh, 
I think I think his my pick his numbers finally coming. Uh, there's got to be a hit out on him somewhere, right? I mean, from what I understand, yes. But also, he's everywhere. He still puts up numbers, so like, yeah. there's there's people who will protect him. Uh, Takashi six nine. Okay. Stupid, stupid lack of talent. Snitching he's, motherfucker. I was gonna say, allegedly he's a snitch. I don't know anything about the situations, but there are definitely places I, I could think, go in. I think there's like like video of him snitching in court. Hip hop lore uh, is like a. I don't even channel. think it's lore. I think there's like a actual yeah. There's like actual video of him snitching in court. I'm pretty sure it has like a whole video series about yeah. it. I could, I I will probably go check that out just because you picked him for this week. Uh, but because you picked a man with a number in his name, I had to look through men with numbers in their names. And I found 50 Cent, who I think uh, of anybody in the list of people, is not only somebody that I, I know who they are, but also somebody that I think could die this yeah, week. So. I mean, he could get in a high-wire accident any time. God damn it, the Super Bowl was the funniest fucking thing <laughs> I've ever seen. Like, we talked about it, and I, and I know I'm, like, redoing something I said before, but, like, seriously... 50 Cent hanging upside down has got to be one of the funniest goddamn things I've ever seen. Yeah, just completely Spider-Manning into frame. Dude, yeah, dropping into frame. Like, he wasn't there, and then he's just there. And he's and it's there. Like, and that's the thing, is, like, you look back on it, and the reason in the music video it didn't look weird that he was, like, hanging upside down was because none of his shit was, like, falling in his face. He didn't have... Like, he just had a, a shirt on. He didn't have any, like, yeah. chains. He had, like, chains and a bandana and all this shit's, like, flying in his face while he's trying to he's yeah. trying to rev the first verse. And then, like, he's in the worst shape he's been in in, like, 15 years. So, like, they're like, okay, now you'd yeah. have to do a crunch and sing as you get up and continue and to get ready. he's still got a lot of muscle, to too, so he's a heavy guy. Right. He doesn't, like, you guys, he was set up to fail. The fact he didn't fail, the fact that he persevered through all of it, is just a testament to how much of a showman it is. Now, apparently he also has some standing allegations, so I don't want to, you know, like, not oh, make okay. fun of him. So fuck him. Like, you know, whatever, until we know what... Just, he's got standing allegations. Oh, no, it's just like fair grabbing to asses at the vitamin water. He's a guy... He's a guy... He's a guy. That's all you need to know. I mean, like, it's pretty cut and set in stone after that, right? But anyway... Uh yeah, fifty cent. I think is, is him hanging upside down. That's the funniest goddamn thing I've ever seen. It's up there for sure. Yeah, that was the, one <laughs> of the best. So Super good Bowls. if one of those lines snapped though. Oh, oh my, my god. god. Oh, oh my god. god. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so we got Takashi six nine and fifty cent for Death Pool this week. Go to any of the social medias, the More Umbro Show. Hit us with a DM or make a comment on one of our posts. Let us know who you've got this week. Oh, uh, we had a couple responses to our uh, "Who's your? What's your favorite?" Polly Shore. Uh, oh, okay. Uh, movie. Um, I mean, uh, one. I think it was Darren or Marvin. Okay. Who responded? Let me check. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm holding up the show as we're trying to get out of here, but. Let me guess. Let me Favorite Polly Shore movie. Hold on, let me guess. Let me guess. Okay. I don't know which one it was, but it was from Slobby and Marvin on our Instagram. So they, they, they had a message us. What up, Slobby and Marvin? Go check them out. Uh, you're, not gonna, you're not going to guess it, dude. Nope. Goofy. 
Okay. No, solid. Melina Chower of Chisa. Yeah. That's a solid pick. That's a solid it's, pick. I don't know if that counts as a Polly Shore movie, but I like th- it's, it's a good cert- pick. It's, yeah, it's a solid Polly Shore cameo. Yeah. And then I think I had somebody else say that theirs was um Fuck. I haven't seen that one. Yeah, I know. No. I can't remember who it was, but somebody else was saying I think it was Biodome was their okay. favorite. Biodome's a solid. solid. I can't remember who it was though, and I'm, I feel so bad. And because oh, it was Matt Morris on our inst or on our Twitter. He uh, he oh, commented okay. that his favorite was Biodome. Okay. Funny, I don't remember uh, any children getting molested in that movie. Matt is a a complex man with complex tastes, CJ. Yeah. It's not just a one. It's not a one lane thing, you know. <laughs> You don't take your work home with you sometimes. Uh, so yeah, that's uh, that's the show. That's yeah. that's how we do it. That's how we do it here uh, at the More Umbros show. We don't we know how to end these things. More songs coming up. It's the Gobshites with Arsehole, the Dreadnoughts with a new song called Problems. You're listening to the More Umbros show here at RealPunkRadio.com. I'm CJ. I'm Keegan. We'll see you back here next week. Same time, same place. Make sure to come back. Hail Satan. Hail Satan.
Seven below. 